Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, today, actually, let me say Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. This is our first episode of 2021. We're a week into 21, uh, 2021, and already it's been quite a week, right? We're going to talk about the things going on in just a minute, and, and then I'm going to get into my topic for today, which is a homeschooling topic, actually. Many of you know I graduated a homeschooler two years ago. My daughter is in her second year of college, but I'm also getting ready to graduate another homeschooler this spring. My son will be graduating and he is taking a completely different path from my daughter. Many people ask me, what about the post-homeschooling life? Like, can your kids actually go to college? Can they get jobs? Can they actually function in the real world? (laughs) So we're going to address those concerns. And really, I want to share and encourage you by sharing their story of, or their stories with their permission of, you know, two different paths that they have chosen to take. One is a college path. The other is an alternative path and really give you some um, peek into our homeschooling world. And so whether you're a homeschooler, whether you're so, a lot of people out there are, are just thinking about homeschooling, or maybe you've been kind of hesitant to homeschool because you think like, you know, uh, they can't possibly get jobs and go to college and function. So maybe this would educate you a little bit. It would inspire you that homeschoolers um, have a beautiful journey ahead of them in life. And it homeschooling really does prepare our kids for life. So I want to share with you two complete different paths to show you um, some ideas of what can happen after your homeschool journey. Before I start my podcast, I want to thank our sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia has been sponsoring our podcast for several years now. I am so thankful for them. Please go and show your support by visiting www.apologia.com. They are an amazing Christian homeschool publishing company. We've used their curriculum our entire homeschooling life, which is 15 years, and we have never been disappointed. And they've always supported what I do here at Simply Living for Him, so I I would love for you to go check out their website, check out their curriculum. Uh, They have lots of free resources if you're thinking about homeschooling or if you are homeschooling, they've got activities for kids. They have free downloads. Just go check out all that they have to offer. They're great friends and I'm so thankful that they support Simply Living for Him. So before I start in on all the homeschooling stuff and what I had originally planned for this episode, I do not want to um, ignore the fact that I'm recording this during a very difficult week for our country, our world, really. And so we all watch the events unfold. And at the time of this recording, you know, we're a day past kind of the craziness that has gone on. And I don't know, even by the time I publish this in 24 hours, things will probably change. But Regardless of the circumstances, I did a devotional today on my YouTube channel. I would encourage you to go check out my YouTube channel. 
I started posting devotions last year during the pandemic every single day, video devotions. And then I kind of took a break over the last month, but I started up again for 2021. My goal is to really get them up every day. I'm sure I will miss (laughs) some days here and there, but to get them up every day is the goal. And so I would hope that they would encourage you. Today, I kind of talked about things that are going on and our response as Christians to the things in this world and remembering that yes we can be angry no matter what side of our you know our beliefs are on politically or whatever but we still have to remember that our primary concern in this world is to build the kingdom of God and how do we act and how do we respond and how do we shine a light in a very very dark world so i'd encourage you to go check out my youtube channel check out that devotion and be encouraged because Right now, people are feeling, you know, disgusted, despair, Uh, there's division, there's arguing, there's uh, all kinds of things going on. And it's a difficult time. Our kids are watching how we respond. And if we're responding with name calling and insults and yelling, that's really, you know, not um, showing a very good witness to our children and to a watching world. Um, So I would encourage you to go check out the YouTube channel and see what I had to say about what's going on and about our response. You know, um, this podcast, Simply Living for Him, all of it, my mission here is solely to point you to Jesus. You know, sometimes I talk about um, homeschooling on this podcast. Sometimes I talk about different, you know, issues or just how to keep things simple in your life. But the, the core of all of that is Jesus. It really is what I say at the top of the episode, getting rid of all the things that distract us so we can keep our eyes on him. Right now, the world is beyond full of distraction. Satan's having a field day with the distraction and the division that is going on. And, you know, no matter what the circumstances are going on around us, doesn't change what the Bible tells us to do and how to behave. And so, There are bigger things, far bigger things like sharing the gospel, Um, you know, and the world right now is dark and the world needs the light of Jesus. And I can't think of a more opportune time than now, than in the darkest days that we need to shine our light brightly. And so, you know, Simply Living for Him will always exist to point people to Jesus. This year, I believe more than ever, I really want to extend a part of Simply Living for Him to really focus on everyday missions in our world lives. We have a huge mission field right here in the United States. You know, we certainly need mission missionaries to go overseas and we need missionaries to go to reach unreached people, but we've got a lot of unreached people right here in the United States. And the things that are going on right now prove it. So you're going to hear a lot more from me this year about um, simplifying our lives so that we can focus on Jesus and building his kingdom. You know, we don't focus on Jesus for ourselves. Really, the purpose of our walk with Jesus is to know him and make him known, is to go. It says in the Great Commission to go and share and spread the good news. So we don't hoard the gospel for ourselves. And right now, more than ever, the world needs Jesus. So you're going to hear more about that in the weeks to come. Um, and again, I'd encourage you to go check out the YouTube channel. All right, so changing course a little bit. Let's go back to what I said we're going to talk about, the um, homeschooling journey and how it has looked quite different from my first two. So let me back up. I have four children. They are from the ages of almost 20 down to 
12th. And we started homeschooling back when my oldest, who is, like I said, now in her second year of college, back when she was just starting kindergarten. You can hear my whole journey. I have an episode called The Accidental Homeschooler. You can also find it in my books, my called home book, um, available on Amazon, and also The Simple Homeschool Journey, available on Amazon. You can hear a little bit more about those stories. Um, Also, if you go to the website and click on the homeschooling uh, button on the menu, you'll find all my homeschooling-related posts and podcasts. So anyway, we started homeschooling now 15 years ago. I had no idea what I was doing. I was an accidental homeschooler, and I definitely thought early on that we would never homeschool through high school. Well, I never thought we'd homeschool kindergarten, Um, but there we were. And each year, I just thought, you know what? We're going to do this again. We're going to do it one more year, one more year. But early on, I never anticipated homeschooling high school. And I have to say, homeschooling high school have been the best years of my life, honestly. I am loving homeschooling my teenage boys right now. I am loving the relationships I have built with them. I'm loving hanging out with these young adults, right? When my kids were little, I could never imagine having teenagers and older kids, and that seemed so like foreign to me. And now I absolutely love it. So if you're a parent of littles, I promise you, you've got better years to come. Don't let people scare you and say the teenage years are difficult. They are actually a beautiful thing. If you build your relationship with your child early on, um, by the time they get to the teenage years, you are in for just a great joy. Because yes, we have our moments. I'm not going to pretend that it's all perfect. But really, at the end of the day, we enjoy being together. And I enjoy spending time with these young adults. It's really a beautiful thing. So we have homeschooled our entire journey. And then two years ago, I graduated my first and she went to college. She is in um, her second year of a Bible college. And her original plan when she was in high school, because you know, you get to this point in high school where it's like junior year and all of a sudden everybody's like, what are you going to do after high school? What are you going to do after homeschool? You know, what are you going to do with your life? And I remember being really stressed about that her junior year. She had no clue and neither did I what was going to happen. But I do remember answering one day and just saying to her, every time somebody asks you, what are you going to do after homeschool? You just say, I'm going to do what I've been doing the past 17 years, which is following God. You know, our entire homeschool journey has revolved around following God's plan for our lives. It has not always been like, you know, that we need to get the certain SAT scores so we can get into a certain college so we can have a certain career. It has literally been moment by moment letting God lead us and constantly remembering to divert our eyes off of the world and onto him and to constantly remember to take one step at a time and go where he leads us. I've always told my children, I don't care what you do as long as you're following God, then I know you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? A lot of this world gets so caught up in career and corporate ladders and, you know, um, big things and SATs and big colleges. And those plans are all well and good if God is leading you there. My main concern for my kids in homeschooling them was always to keep us focused on God's plan for their lives, even if it was completely different than our own. And my daughter saw that because it came 
time for her to graduate uh, that senior year, she didn't know what she wanted to do. She kind of thought she had an idea. She kind of had a, a college in mind and God completely changed the plan. And we literally watched him just before our eyes orchestrate things so perfectly. So she is at college. The original plan for her when it came to like junior, senior year was either a few things she had in mind was either to take a gap year and sort of intern and work that year and maybe take a little bit of online classes, but just to be sure that she knew what she was going to do, or maybe go to community college, or there was a local um, public university that she was thinking of going to. Her plan was never to go away to college. She did not want to leave home. She did not want to go away. Oh my goodness, I am laughing just thinking about that thought because here she is, she has gone away and it's like the best experience of her life. So God knows so much better than us. And that's why it is so important. Hear me on this. If you want to take notes, write this down. The most important thing you can do for your high schooler is to teach them to pray, to listen to God's voice, to get in his word and to trust him, uh, to submit everything to him, to, you know, let him lead them every step of the way. Let them hear his voice for themselves. Because this isn't about what we as parents want for our kids, because ultimately as parents, we should want for our kids what God wants. We want them to be in God's will. So I started teaching her very, um, you know, early on and in, and in high school started saying to her as we had these discussions about what she was going to do. Listen, we're not doing anything, I would say to her, until we pray and we, we trust the Lord. When we hear from him, and we really decided that it wasn't about our plans, it was about his plans, and we were going to wait to let his plans unfold. And oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how much better his plans are than hers were or mine were. Um, and so teach them to follow God, to hear his voice, to communicate with him, to get close with him, to spend time with him. You know, you can't pray and say, okay, Lord, you know, show me where to go to college and then just go live your life every day. It's, it's a constant communication. It's a constant uh, relationship with him, that they are in communication with him, that they are building a relationship with him so that they will be able to discern where he is leading. And so my daughter's senior year, God... <clears throat> led her to a Bible college that's about two hours away from our home. And it has been an amazing experience. Now, I will say for all of you parents, I had questions about this on Instagram. Most of you out there are worried about the transcript and getting into college and the high school diploma. Those things, number one, are secondary to following God, right? You follow God and he's going to have everything fall into place. The transcript will fall into place. The diploma will fall into place. The SAT scores will fall into place. If your child is meant to go to Harvard, then pray about it and let him lead you there. Otherwise, sit back and let him lead you wherever he takes you. Now, we just completely put it all in his hands, and uh, we saw how it all unfolded. So we don't want to get ahead of God, right? Uh, we don't want to put the academic stuff and making this transcript a well-rounded transcript and doing all these activities so your child looks good on paper. No, we want our children to be beautiful, well-rounded adults for the mere sake of being beautiful, well-rounded adults that are following God, not because we want them to look good on a piece of paper. So don't get your priorities backwards. 
Don't get so wrapped up in the worldly things. God will lead your child where they need to be. Your job is to point them to him and to seek him first yourself. And so, you know, we did we did um, try to choose her high school classes to fall in line with, you know, if she were to go to college, just so that we knew she had, you know, the minimum things she would need to get accepted. Now, we kind of looked at different colleges to get an idea of what the requirements would be to get in, if she needed test scores, if she didn't need test scores, if she needed certain classes, etc. And so we sort of built her high school around that, knowing that she would probably at the very least go to community college and at the very most a public university that was local. And so we um, we did her senior year and it was about January of her senior year where God really stepped in and really changed her plan and led her to go actually away to college. That was never my plan. My goodness. At the beginning of her senior year, I remember uh, being with a group of moms of seniors and they were all talking about going away to college. And I, (laughs) in my humanness, I sat there thinking, well, that's not us. We don't have to worry about doing any of that stuff. We're not going to be doing that. And then here we were just, you know, six months later, God leading her to a college that would require her to go away and to live there. And so we knew that it was God's plan and that's what made us comfortable with that. And so she went away last year and I will, all right, so this is where I want to put your guys' mind at ease as well. Like I said, I had questions about transcripts, about diplomas and things like that. Again, we picked classes to make sure we had the minimum requirements for, you know, the maximum thing she wanted to do. Let's put it that way. Um, or or is it the maximum requirements for the minimum things? No, the maximum things she wanted to do. So we made sure she had those requirements and um, she had absolutely no trouble getting into a public university, state university and a private Bible college. Those were the two that she applied to. She got into both schools, no issues with homeschooling at all. I submitted the transcript. I made the transcript myself. It was not nearly as daunting as the world made it seem like it needed to be. Like I had to hire people and spend hundreds of dollars. Like I didn't do any of that. I simply went online, found a, you know, a template of a transcript and filled it out. I did keep it going uh, starting in her freshman year. I did keep track just because I didn't want to have to try to remember everything senior year. Um, but it was very easy. I just wrote down what classes we were taking. I put my grades in that I gave her. We took, I'll tell you this as well, no outside academic classes, co-ops, online, nothing. We did outside classes that were fine arts classes, but we never did an academic class in her entire life. She never did an academic class outside of me in my homeschool. No co-ops, no online classes, nothing. Um, And she was just fine in college. She didn't need them to get in. Now, like I said, if you have your eyes or your, your child has their eyes on a certain college, you will want to see what their requirements are. Every school is different. So I cannot say what will happen when your child applies to college. I'm only giving you my experience. I filled out the transcript for both, that it was a homeschool transcript. These were the classes we took. Nobody asked what curriculum we used. Nobody asked for course descriptions. I have heard of cases where they do. So again, always check with the colleges you have in mind. 
for our experience, we didn't need to submit anything other than the transcript that I gave, that I put together as the homeschool parent, and I got a diploma from, you know, homeschool group at the end. My own diploma, my own issued diploma, really. No state diploma, no accreditation, nothing. Um, she got scholarships to the private college, and it was all it was all very simple. It was very easy. So don't stress about this. I write about this in my book, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family, Not Just a Transcript. Let's not get caught up in all the worldly stuff. Yes, you know, your child might have aspirations to go to a big college and to do all these great things. But don't get so caught up in making them look good on a transcript that you're not really building your family. Build your family, follow God, and the transcript will fall into place. I promise you. Um, and so... She got into both of those schools and decided that she was going to go away to the Bible college. She went last year. I will tell you when she went off to school, I've talked about this in many different places since, um, and I'm very honest and open about it. The transition for me was very difficult. Not for her, (laughs) for me, was very difficult. The first few days were extremely difficult. And I went through every type of worry after she was gone, you know, obviously worrying just about her being away from us, but I worried, like, what if she fails out of college? Like, like I said, I didn't prepare her with outside academic classes. It was just our academic classes. And if anyone knows me, I'm kind of a loosey-goosey homeschooler. So it was like, oh my goodness, like, what if she can't handle the college work? What if she is not, you know, able to write the research paper? What if she isn't able to handle her schedule? What if she can't keep up her grades because she has these scholarships well we are two years in she has a very high GPA she has maintained scholarships she has done above and beyond my imagination so be encouraged here's what I taught my my daughter before she went to college yes we did academic classes at home but I taught her life skills time management skills and I would say that she taught herself really a lot of independence she has done phenomenally she has been so prepared for life more than I even imagined so anyone out there who thinks like you know homeschool or they go to college and they're just going to kind of like spontaneously combust because they're not ready for the world that's a bunch of baloney she number one I think because we homeschooled and I was a little loosey-goosey let's put it that way Her high school looked very different than my son's high school, which we're going to get to in a minute. Um, Her high school was very much, here's your schedule for Monday through Friday. This is the work that you need to get done. Get it done. And we used, you know, kind of an all-in-one curriculum. So it came with the schedule and the assignments and all of that. And the book reading and all of that, the papers, all that stuff was done. So I gave her the binder at the beginning of the year and said, here's the schedule and you go through it every week and you get it done and hand it in to me on Friday. That worked very well for her. And there were times like I travel in the spring and often she came with me or the whole family came with me. So our weeks in the spring would not be a normal, typical five-day week. She would know, okay, this is the amount of work I have to get done. Sometimes I remember her bringing her books on the plane. I remember her bringing books with us on trips because she knew she had to get the work done. So she learned to manage her time without a bell ringing, you know, every 50 minutes and the subject changing daily. 
Her work was her work for the week, and she managed because when we were home, even if we weren't traveling, she worked. She was on the worship team at church. She took fine arts classes. She was in community theater. Her schedule was very full, and she would manage to get her assignments in based on her schedule, and it was not at all the typical, you know, eight to three schooling schedule. There were days where she worked since she worked at a preschool at our church, and it was a a lunchtime program she worked. She was working smack in the middle of the day. So she would have to get up early, do some work, go, go to her job, and then come home and finish assignments. But that worked out so well for college because college is not, you know, your typical eight to three and the subject changes every 50 minutes when a bell rings. Her schedule is different every single day. She has to manage her assignments to get them in at certain times. And that is also in accordance with all her other extracurricular things that she has going on. So it actually prepared her very well for college to um, have such a different schedule. So if you're one of those homeschoolers that feel like, you know, we're not doing school at the exact hours of eight and three and doing all these things each day. Let's think about the long-term goal of life and if they're going to go to college or if they're going to go to work afterwards. Usually that schedule is not going to be that way in life, right? Most of us are not on a schedule of eight to three with our classes changing at a bell every 50 minutes, right? So it's okay to kind of um, give them a schedule that actually looks more like real life after school after homeschool and so I was thankful I never I'll be honest with you I can't really take credit like I didn't plan her high school years to look like that in preparation for college it's just how her high school years looked but I realized they really did prepare her well for college and so she started out in um in musical theater as her major with a bible uh, studies minor and um in her school everybody gets a biblical studies uh Is it a minor or a major? It's a double major. Everybody gets a degree in biblical studies as well as whatever major they choose. And her passion has always been for theater and her plans were to kind of use that um, for not for going and performing on Broadway or anything, but to like do maybe um, kids uh, community theater or teaching kids um, and somehow, you know, being able to do like faith based theater, things like that. And she's kind of changed over that year. She's changed her major. She's now going into ministry. She's now going into youth and young adult ministry, which I'm thrilled about um, because, you know, God is showing her new things that, you know, he's given her, he's prepared her, um, and he's kind of growing her and he's kind of changed her. So that's fine. So she is just doing phenomenally well at college. She is uh, thriving. She's independent. She's kept her grades up, which I always tell her that's not the most important thing, but it is if you want to keep your scholarships. Um, And she's, you know, uh, and most importantly, she's plugged into an amazing church. She has a beautiful church family. She has a wonderful church that she's a part of. She has just really become so independent, more than I ever could have have imagined. Um, so she's thriving. She's absolutely thriving. And it's bittersweet because she's made a whole new life out there. And I imagine she's going to stay there um, even post-college. But the Lord knows, right? I don't, we don't, we, we think that, but the Lord will determine her steps. We just have to take one 
step at a time. So she's doing the kind of traditional college route, the Bible college, um, and uh, the tra- you know a tr- very traditional college. And then my son, who is getting get ready to graduate this year, is going to do a completely different option. And so I wanted to share that with you because I just wanted you to have an idea of, you know, not being so stuck in one certain pathway for your child post-homeschool. And also, most importantly, so this is going to refer to anybody, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, whether they're homeschooled, whether they're public schooled, the most important thing is to follow God, follow him. Don't get caught up in what you're supposed to do. Let God show you what you're supposed to do, what his plan is for you. And so I have my son now. He is a senior and we weren't sure, you know, about his post uh, homeschool uh, journey and what that would look like. And so, yes, last year we start kind of, you know, mulling that over and he thought he had a plan. He's very talented in art and animation and computer stuff and That was his passion. That's something he was teaching himself and working on all the time. And he had taken some online uh, um, art classes at a university and was just really, really, that's what we thought he was going to do. And so right before the pandemic last year, he had had, uh, researched a art school to go look at um, down in Florida, actually. And we thought, well, that's really far and we don't, I don't want him to go to Florida, but you know, again, we're going to follow God. And so it was about a month before the pandemic hit. I think it was in January last year where my husband and and he went to check out this school. And when he came home, we thought, all right, that, that might be it. He loved it there and they loved him. And, you know, it was not a traditional college so it was more like um, a one-year program of intensive, intensive, you know, art training. And uh, you could choose then to go on to get a bachelor's after that certificate program, which we were thinking, that's great. You can do the intensive art program. And if you decide to go for your bachelor's, so be it. But basically in art, you know, it's one of those things where I'm always about, you don't go to college just for the sake of going to college, you know. And this is just my opinion. I am not saying anyone out there is wrong if they they want their children to go to college, um, you know. But the traditional four year is not necessarily like um, a non negotiable here, uh, especially if you're not going to be like a doctor or a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like if you're just, um, you know, what, depending on what you're going, what your interests are, and what you're going to do. So for what he wanted to do, he would not have needed a four-year degree in that, um, in that art, uh, uh, what's it called? In that art world, you, you generally, it's what you know, your skills. It's nobody's looking and saying you have the four-year degree or not. So that was our plan was like, okay, we'll do this one-year certificate program. And then we'll see after that, if God leads you to finish and get a bachelor's in for uh, a typical four-year degree. Well, then the pandemic hit and it was like all of a sudden nobody was really thinking about the future, (laughs) right? And um, as time went on, things started to change. We would kind of mention the art school and and he would say, "Mm, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. And I'd say, okay, well, maybe he's, you know, nervous to go all the way to Florida. Um, And then he finally said one day, 
I love it. I love art, but I don't want to do it for a career. And that was really surprising because this had been his passion for years. But I have to say, I had been praying and I told him, this is your time. You be praying about this every single day. And I had been praying for God to lead him. So when he came to us with that, I could only say, all right, we've been praying about this. And if this is how you feel, then that's how you feel. So then we now we ask God, okay, then what is it? What is it you want? And so just through a turn of events, we started to hear more about this Christian um, gap year program. And my daughter knows several people that had gone to it and we started to look into it. And it's really something, a Christian gap year program, specifically the one he's um, looking at, actually he's going to, um, which I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But it is designed, you know, for um, post high school kids who aren't sure what they want to do. And they really want to grow in their spiritual walk more. And they want to, you know, see what God has for them. And so the the program that he's looking at specifically is designed so that you can, you will earn college credit during your time there. Um, but it's done in a very different way. It's more experiential. So they learn for a week from, you know, teachers that come in and teach more traditional classes, but then they spend the next week on a rotation so then they they learn and then the next week is more like an immersive learning where they go and do experiences that have to do with what they learned and then another week on the rotation is they travel they go and they serve places they go all over the country and then they go to Israel and so there's just amazing opportunities there and then there's another part of the rotation where they actually teach back to the Um, to the kids what they've learned and so it's very immersive it's very different than obviously traditional college there's say about 30 students that will live together um, and go through this experience together and they also serve a lot they will work at the um, the location where they'll be where the um, gap year program takes place they will work there, they will serve, and there's a lot of relationship skills that will be learned because you're living with, you know, 30-something people. Um, so there's just, it, there's so much. Why we thought it was a good fit for him, um, many reasons. Number one, he's not quite sure what he wants to do. Number two, uh, my daughter in high school was very involved in a lot of different things and very um, outgoing. And he's been a little bit more to himself. Now, not to mention the past year, (laughs) we've been home with the pandemic. So there's been a lot of, uh, not a lot of opportunity to do as much. I just feel like it'll be a really good time for him to come into his own, to really to be away from us as much as I'm dreading the fact of letting my second child leave, um, that it will be really, really good for him to be away from us, to learn these experiences, to travel, to do all these amazing things to do hands-on learning, to experience things, and get college credit while you're at it. So that when he's done, if he decides he wants to go to college, he's not lost anything in the process. He's already obtained 30 credits. Um, But what we think for him is that he probably will not end up going to college um, traditionally after that. 
He has actually been working this past year in construction. He worked full-time over the summer, and during his senior year, since he needed very few classes, um, he's working still two full days a week, and we're counting that as work-study, and he's discovered that he really loves this trade. He's learning all he can, and hopefully when he goes away, he can still come back and um, continue to do that if that is where God leads him after this year. Because it's a nine-month program. We have no idea, right? We have no idea what God is going to lead him through that whole thing. He might come back and be like, I'm going to be a missionary around the world. He might come back and say, I want to go into construction. He might come back and say, I want to go to college. Like, we just don't know. Um, But the plan is that since we know that um, the construction business has been something that he has uh, got his feet wet in and he can see himself doing as a career, that that will be there to fall back on when he comes home. And so we're really excited. I'm really excited for him. So practical questions. You know, my first, my firstborn, my daughter, she went off to college. She did take an SAT. People ask me this all the time. What about testing? What about, you know, she took an SAT. One of her colleges required an SAT. The other did not. So, you know, that's another thing. A lot of colleges don't require tests right now. So you have to look into that. Um, all the stress, and I couldn't imagine if spent all this money on like, you know, classes to get a good grade in the SAT. We, we prepared for it, but not like I know some people do where it's like, you know, you take classes and stuff like that. And in the end, she was fine. Like she got a decent score. You know, I know, of course, if she got a higher score, it's really just for the money aspect of it. Um, but we did not invest in a ton of stress or money on any type of testing. She took the test. She did well. Um, she did well enough to get a score, you know, to, to earn some monies for her scholarship. Would it have been nice to have a higher score for more money? Absolutely. But she also did earn other academic scholarships. My son did not take the SAT. Uh, He wasn't planning on it when he was going to the art school because he did not need it for the art school. Then when the pandemic hit, even if he wanted to take it, he couldn't have because (laughs) there were none. So we never stressed about that. And now he does not need it for the gap year program. So that's just a little insight into those practical things. To go into the gap year program, he does need to um, obviously have a high school diploma. Homeschool diploma is acceptable. Um, And... Uh, he did actually need to apply to the college that he's that the gap year program is affiliated with because then he will earn college credit from that college so he did need to apply to that college um, and you know there was no issue there as well submitted the transcripts submitted the um, the application and no problems. So maybe that will put your mind at ease a little bit. There are a myriad of things that your child can do after homeschool or after high school, whether they're a homeschooler or not. It doesn't have to be the traditional four-year college. If you have questions about that or you need encouragement about that, reach out to me because I'm a big proponent of not going to college just for the sake of going to college and having the college experience and all of that. Quite frankly, if my daughter wasn't at the Bible college where she's at, and if I didn't know that God led her there exactly there, I probably wouldn't have pushed her to go to college either. Um, Because, I don't know, in my opinion right now, colleges are not really always, you know, 
the best place right now. Not that there aren't very, very good colleges out there, but there's a lot of, you have to be careful, you know, where you're sending your child these days. Um, And so that was our opinion. You know, I'm not, I'm sure if your child is out there and goes to college and you love it, then that's wonderful. I am not, you know, bashing any particular college. I'm just saying our experience was that we were not going to send her. It's a big financial investment, um, you know, just for the mere fact of sending her. And so that's where we're at. We have two very different paths here. I am all about um, my kids, first of all, as I said, following God. You know, now we have a six, uh, almost 16-year-old um, that is a sophomore in high school, and then I have my 12-year-old. And so even just looking ahead to them, I know that the 16-year-old is probably not going to do tra- traditional college either. Now that can change. Obviously, like I said, we continue to follow God. We continue to ask him to lead us. Um, he has always learned differently. He struggles in school. So we will see what God's plan is for him. Uh, he does amazingly well with his own business right now. I, I have a whole podcast episode in the archives about his own business if you want to go listen to that. Um, and that's been a beautiful thing for him. If that leads to bigger and better things later, we'll see, but we just don't know. And then, of course, the 12-year-old, you all know out there, if you follow me for any amount of time, he wants to be a farmer. And we'll see if that's where God leads him. So, you know, the path after high school, I just want to encourage you. Number one, does not have to be um, a traditional, you know, what everybody else is doing. I don't live to keep up with the Joneses. I live to keep up with God and what he wants us to do. So follow God. It doesn't have to be traditional. There's a million different options out there between gap year programs, um, missions work, you know, entrepreneurship. I am a huge proponent of own businesses. My husband runs his own business. I have my own business. You know, we are very, um, very much proponents of uh, entrepreneurship. And so, you know, that is huge. And uh, you have the traditional college route. You have online college now if you still want to do like some classes, but yet work, you know, I, jumping in at even even my daughter, this is what I would say, even my daughter who was 18 thought for sure she knew what she wanted to do uh, in her major, you know, she knew her passion, she knew what she loved, and I never held her back. Most people would be like, oh, musical theater, like where are the jobs in that? And I was like, well, that's what she loves and that's what God's telling her to do, so that's what she's going to do, and God will work it out. And he is. He has led her. Like we literally look back and we see every step of the way how he has orchestrated every little detail. It's just amazing. And she needed that year in that major actually in order to have the experiences that have led her to new things now. Like it's just amazing. I wouldn't go into all the details, but just it's amazing to know that he's orchestrated it all perfectly. But even going into ministry, you know, people say, oh, where where are the jobs in that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's not, (laughs) I know it sounds so countercultural. That's not how we operate. We follow God and then we trust him to provide. Um, I tell my kids, you follow your passion. God has given them passions and, and giftings. And the purpose of those passions and giftings isn't to be fulfilled for themselves, and that's what the world says it is. The purpose of those passions and giftings is to use them for God, for their God-ordained purposes. And so I told my daughter when she loved musical theater, well, then you'll use that for God. How will you glorify God in the musical theater world? Now she's going into ministry. Um, And that's wonderful too, you know, whatever it is. So God gives us all different giftings and passions, and we use them in accordance to his will. We use them 
as he leads us and we use them to glorify him. And that can be as a doctor, that can be as a lawyer, that can be as a missionary, that can be as anything, right? We use what he has given us to ultimately glorify him in all that we do. So, you know, I didn't put the cart before the horse, so to speak. I wasn't like, okay, let's find out all the big careers that will pay the most and will you be more most successful and then we'll pray about it. I was just like, you follow God and let everything else work out. And so, um, you know, that's, that's how we're doing it. And so I want to encourage you in that. Teach your children to follow him first. He will lead them if they are to go to Harvard. He will lead them if they are to go to a gap year program. He will lead them wherever they are supposed to be. And be encouraged that it doesn't have to be traditional for a year um, and that they will, I promise you, if you are training them at home to follow God, you are teaching them life skills at home because they're with you every day. They're immersed in life. I've always said that about homeschooling. When my kids were little and people would say, how are they going to be prepared for the real world? They don't go to school. And I'd be like, I think they're prepared for the real world because they're living in the real world every single day with me, right? And I see it with my daughter. She was more than prepared for the real world, quote unquote, because she had already lived in it every single day. She was more than prepared to be away at college. You know, she was more than prepared to be independent because we had taught her all along the way life skills, relationship skills. Did we do it perfectly? No. But what I'm saying is we had um, we had really prepared her for life. So she had a very good transition into college and has done exceptionally well, in my opinion, more than I ever imagined, um, as well as being independent and, you know, like I said, joining church and, and just plugging in there and serving there and so many, so many things. So be encouraged. Your child as a homeschooler will be able to be a functional adult. In fact, they will be an exceptional adult. If you're teaching them to follow God, no matter where they go to school, they will be just fine. Because I don't want to just single out that she's doing well because she was homeschooled because that's our experience. You may have a child in public school. Teach them to follow God. Teach them to follow and listen to him. And that's really where the homeschool success is found. I have a book called The Simple Homeschool Journey. And um, did I say that's where the homeschool success is? That's where their success is found. I have a book, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family, Not Just a Transcript, where you can hear all about our story, um, all the way from kindergarten to college and our homeschool journey and how we really focused on God and building our family and how that was really, you know, our success. And you can find that book on Amazon. That's been um, a real encouragement to many, many, many people have written to me and said how much they love this book, that it's their favorite book of all my books. So I would encourage you, if you love my book called Home, you're going to love this one because it's like called Home 2.0. Um, so go check it out on Amazon. If you are just starting out, you might want to grab Called Home too while you're at it. Called Home, Finding Joy in Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. That I wrote mm, back in 2000 and I don't know now what it was, 2013 or 14 maybe. I wrote that many years ago while we were in the midst of our homeschooling journey. But now the simple homeschool journey has come after the entire journey is over. So you can really uh, see the entire journey from kindergarten to 
to college. Those are available on Amazon. I'd love for you to pick those up. If you ever have any questions about homeschooling, reach out to me. I actually do do homeschooling consulting appointments. I have more information on my website at simplylivingforhim.com. If you need like an hour, I can sit down with you. We, I do phone appointments or FaceTime appointments. And, you know, if you've got questions, you want to pick my brain, uh, you have, you know, curriculum or just you need advice, whatever it is, uh, head over to the website and you can sign up for a homeschool consulting appointment with me. Um, And I also have some e-courses for homeschoolers. I have the Bible-based homeschooling e-course as well as the Simplify Your Homeschool e-course. You can check those out on my website as well at simplylivingforhim.com. Last, I want to tell you if you are interested... Um, January 11th, I am beginning a Bible study that I am leading over in the Simply Living for Him online women's community. It's called Sit at His Feet. It is a study on Mary and Martha, and I am so excited about this one because so many of us start out in the new year like Martha. We want to do all the things, but we're going to learn about being a little bit more like Mary and listening to God first, sitting at Jesus' feet before we go and busy ourselves with the things of this world. So you can join us. It's completely free at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'd love for you to go check out the YouTube channel. I'm doing video devotions there every single day. Um, I'd love for you to go subscribe and you can get a little encouragement right there every single day on the YouTube channel. So I thank you for listening. If you have any questions about homeschooling or otherwise, never hesitate to reach out to me at Karen at Simply Living For Him. Dot com. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus.